0: I have a terrible joke to start with you. To start you out here, Jeff. Okay,
1: tell me that terrible joke.
0: Would you like to hear the terrible joke? I would love to hear it. Mm. Oh, it's skipping that
1: one. You're getting into the buffer there.
0: Getting into the buffer. It's about rigor mortis? Okay. Oh, this is very. A copy of A Christmas Carol just fell on my toe. It hurts like the dickens. Fantastic. Incredible.
1: What a seasonal
0: treat that one is. That was a good one? Mm-hmm. You like that one? I do. Okay, I'll show you the one I skipped later. It wasn't like bad, mm. but I was like, oh, it's it's almost Christmas. Let's find a
1: Christmassy one.
0: Let's be a little more let's be a little more festive. Let's be a little more festive with our jokes. Okay. Our terrible jokes. Let's get into today in history. On this date in fifteen sixty nine. That's right, going full prehistoric right now, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Saint Philip of Moscow was martyred. By Ivan the Terrible, after first having his life spared by Roger, he couldn't go through with it. Okay. Before that, he was known by the name Ivan the Not Such a Bad Guy. Okay. Did they
1: drink any mules? Was he kicked to death by a mule? Is that how the cocktail or the mixed drink got its name? Had they invented
0: vodka yet? I assume so. Okay. On this date in 1783, George Washington resigned as the U.S. Army's Commander-in-Chief. It says here, I'm no history expert, but I believe that's where Bing Crosby and Danny Kaye helped him save his ski resort. Huh? That's a reference to an old movie, I'm sure. I have not seen seen that movie. Don't know what it's about. It was on this date in 1788. Maryland voted to give up a 100-square-mile area for the seat of the national government. Who's Maryland? Is it Manson or Monroe? Monroe. Okay. Two-thirds of that became what is now known as Washington D.C. Oh cute. And I don't know why I've ever been to Washington? I have. Why is it laid out in a circle?
1: It's masonic probably? Really? I mean, people okay. speculate that a lot of the bigger towns that are kind of circular are designed by like masons and I don't I don't mean that in like a conspiratorial term. I think like masons are into architecture and geography. And so they are trying to build something that is, like, architecturally or, or design-wise, like, ge- geometrically,
0: quote-unquote, perfect. Paris and is the same way, though, right? I think so. Paris is laid out. Because you do it you're right in the center. You put, you know, Town Square or something mm-hmm. like I that. I think it's all built around the Capitol building, right, in Washington, D.C. I don't know. I've, I've, I'm only vaguely—I went once when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Google Maps was not a thing yet. So I don't actually,
1: I don't know. Okay. I spent a lot of time in Washington, D.C., actually. And, yes, it's it's
0: a lovely city, and it's all a big circle, and you can take the trains around. In 1823, Clement C. Moore's poem, A Visit from St. Nicholas, was published in the Troy, New York Sentinel. What's poem? A Visit from St. Nicholas. Do you know that poem? No. Okay. Is that what ended up becoming like the famous, when I rose from, a, and there was a clatter? I don't think so. Okay. No, I don't know. It was on this date in 1893, the opera Hansel and Gretel was first performed in Weimar, Germany. Did I pronounce, you know, is it Weimar in German? I have no idea. Okay. I'm not a German speaker. In I in just com- know their are sausages. In a completely packed gingerbread house. Cute.
1: Was it actually gingerbread, or was it graham crackers it was... hot
0: glued together? <laughs> I'm assuming it was an actual house. Okay, I didn't even ask. What? I'll get you can that ask into later. Me. Uh, we. I'll get into that later. Okay. On this date in 1913, the U.S. Federal Reserve System was authorized. They had the federal around, but what? What? I don't know. There's a joke here that I don't even make. S- okay, doesn't make any sense to me. I'm, I guess, I, should I finish because I started sure, it? Sure, let's just
1: like... It's very bad. Heads up warning this might be bad and not make much sense. Oh,
0: they had the federal around, but this was the upper end. What? Federal. The reserve. Huh? I don't...
1: I think the the folks behind this day in history probably are already checked out for Christmas.
0: But the I don't know what that means you can am I telling it wrong I okay a lot of good jokes it's all in the delivery I might have just botched the on this date in 1913
1: the United States Federal Reserve System was authorized oh they had the federal around but this was the upper end federal the reserve (laughs)
0: ha 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 I mean I will say that does seem like a better your delivery seems better still have no idea I'm completely baffled okay I don't know what that means yeah in nineteen twenty, Ireland divided into two parts, each with its own parliament. Mm-hmm. That was a not a great time for some of the folks of Ireland. Right? Which is your favorite Irish parliament? <laughs> I'm not getting into that. Okay. Okay. I know that you have a favorite, but you don't want to choose favorites on the air. Can't choose favourites. <laughs> Can't choose favorites on the air. Well, on this date in 1947, the transistor was invented. That's an important one for us. That is an important one. Radio
1: uses transistors, or is that a car? Uh, transmission is goes in car. Transmission goes in transistor car. Transistor
0: goes in radio. And I think and radio goes in car. And now transistors are in every—you are going to interact with a transistor at some point today. Tell me which
1: transistor I'm going to—I mean, me personally, because I work here at radio, or every person in the world? Your cell phone. My cellular telephone has a transistor in it. Uh, More than one at this point. Several transistors.
0: Okay, It's mostly transistors at this point. A couple. There's a couple in there. On this date in 1975, the U.S. Congress passed the Metric Conversion Act. I'm so glad that we finally converted over to the metric system. I mean, I'm my partner is Australian. We
1: do a lot of metric things, but I still count the amount of places I need to go to in miles.
0: Can I tell a fun story? Yes. She drove us to the airport when we went to Chicago. Mm-hmm. My partner? Yes. Yes. And her GPS on her phone? That stands for Great... Pontificating system. Is on the metric system. Yes. I thought that was very cute. Well. Because if you grew up on the metric system, telling and not on miles, saying, oh, something's, you know, a mile from now. She has no idea what a mile is. I have no idea what that means. But if they say it's a thousand, or, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a kilometer. Mm-hmm. That's not really how they like to say it, but sure. How do they say it? Kilometer. No, that's not how she
1: says it. How does she say it? She says meter, kilometer. Yes, you are correct. She, because she we had the whole
0: that, thing yes. about why is it why is one of them a meter and a mm-hmm. thousand of them a mutter? Yes, and she was like, "Well, I say meter." She does say meter, you are kilo, right. I say kilometer.
1: You have a good ear for what my partner is saying. I
0: could learn a thing or two from you. Yeah, listen. Yeah, listen to her. <clears throat> it's a. It'll listen. Listen to your partner. Mm. It will. I mean, that's not just advice for Jeff. That's advice for everybody. You could take that one too. Mm. On this date in 1986, the experimental aircraft Voyager landed after circling the world without refueling once. Somehow, the luggage still ended up in Pittsburgh. Hmm. Hmm.
1: Is that where luggage ends up? I don't know. Do you know what they do in Pittsburgh?
0: They have steel mills there. Okay. That's how the Pittsburgh Steelers got their name. I thought it was because they were thieves. No, there's only, there's two E's. Actually, technically there's... Three Three's. E's. There are no A's in Steelers. If there was
1: four E's, it'd be the Steelers. <laughs> like the king. Oh, yes. King Steeler. King Steelers. Mm-hmm. What, what do they, do they do in Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh. <laughs> Put French fries in all their sandwiches. That's the famous innovation from Pittsburgh. Do they?
0: Really? Yes. I
1: thought, that, I thought that was a California thing, or is that only burritos? California does that with burritos. When was the last
0: time you had a French fry sandwich here in California? I do occasionally, if I go to In-N-Out, like to order my fries well and then put some fries in my hamburger. Is that true? Yeah. That's quite unusual. Jeff. Mhm. I would argue It's not unusual. Pretty standard. I mean, you've had a California burrito, right? Yes, I and I'm going to be so very weird, honest. What's so weird about a California burger?
1: I've never and it makes sense why you do it and I don't think it's it, I don't think it would taste bad. It's just I'm I'm surprised I've never heard of anybody doing that until
0: right this moment. You want to do it with fries? Well. Okay.
1: I've literally never seen a hamburger with french fries on it, but I eat hamburger with french fries all the time. Exactly. I mean, it's going its going into the same place, and they're eat, being eaten together. It just never occurred to me to combine. And it's a little crunch. Mm-hmm. Similar to, like, having an onion ring on your mm-hmm. burger, you know, a little crunch. Onion one. rings I've had millions of times. That's
0: crunch. I know. Right? French fries. Not a single time. Do it. Do it. its It's great. You should try it out. Today in music history... On this date in 1997, Boys to Men's single "A Song for Mama" is certified gold, while Hanson's CD "Middle of Nowhere" goes quadruple platinum. Quad platinum. Quad platinum. Those Hanson boys. I don't. I
1: don't think I'm familiar with either of those bands' catalog. I think I know like each of their big hits, but you missed Boys to Men. Yeah, I, I didn't know Boys to Men so much, and I know like the Hanson. ABC? What? BBD. I don't know if I know that one. That's from one of their famous songs. Okay. Mo- and Ka- I know Ka- the very Ka- famous Hanson song, Ka- but I don't Ka- know Ka- anything Ka- else about Hanson.
0: Doing a little East Coast swang. No, you don't? Okay. Yeah. I'll play it for you. Not That's all right. right this second, yeah. but at some point. I'll be fine. Are you sure? I'll be fine. Wow. Okay, then. Yeah. All right, then. Some celebrity birthdays for today. Who was born on this day in history? Finn Wolfhard, one of the Stranger Things kids. Was born on this day in 1971. <laughs> he's he's 20 years old today. That's
1: too old to be a kid That's, from Stranger Things. I, no,
0: he'll be a high school kid in the next season of Stranger Things. Okay which reminds me speaking of which uh, we were talking about James Cameron and how he filmed them both mm-hmm. I did hear from one other person that they saw Avatar and they liked Avatar somebody
1: called in to say that I know. they saw it yes. I know
0: I've heard now from two people who've actually seen Avatar so thank you I appreciate that some other celebrity birthdays here for you hockey player TJ Oshie is 36 years old today thought okay I, thought I'd share that one with thank you thank you Eddie Vedder Fifty-eight years uh, old, famous jamming man. Famous jamming man out
1: there jamming it up. He was in Twin Peaks. Was he really? Twin Peaks season three. Oh, okay. They introduced him, and then he played a little ditty at the end of the episode. He's
0: kind of a scary guy. Who? David Lynch or
1: James Eddie Vetter?
0: Yeah. Why well, is he scary? Well, there's that song about him where it says, "Oh, the vetter outside is frightful." <sighs> oh my gosh. But the fire <laughs> is so delightful. No? I love it. That's great. Okay. Coach Jim Harbaugh is 59 years old today. That's... I know him from from such teams as... Former football coach uh, in the NFL, current coach for Michigan. You didn't lean in and do the football thing that you like to do. He's a coach. Coaches don't count. Only for young football players who are celebrating their birthday. Because, yeah, a lot of those guys, you're not going to know them. Jim Harbaugh is 59. He's been around football for a long time. That doesn't necessarily mean you will have definitely heard of him, Mm -hmm. but... He made the main calendar. Most of the guys I'm doing the lean in for mm-hmm. were on the big the big list but not the small not list. the truncated. They didn't make the short list. Okay. They make the short list in my heart. Mm-hmm. Susan Lucci, better known as Erica Kane, is 76 years old today. I only
1: really know her from the fact that she never won an Emmy and then finally won an Emmy.
0: She lost 18 <clears throat> Daytime Emmy nominations. I can't just say lost. You don't mm. lose, but she she was nominated 18 times before winning her first one in 1999. Congratulations to that lady, Harry Shearer. She was very not. She was very unlucci, <laughs> but she's not related to Stanley
1: Tucci, who also won lucci because this show got canceled. We didn't ever talk about that. I know. I
0: thought you were going to be so happy to talk about that. I'm not
1: going to wallow in somebody's misery just because I didn't care for his show and was
0: philosophically
1: against the program. Doesn't mean that I'm... People enjoyed it. A lot of people liked it. That's an interesting
0: distinction to make, and I'll allow it. Okay. Harry Shearer, who provides so many voices on The Simpsons, 79 years old today. Here's a list. Those
1: Simpsons voice actors are getting
0: quite old. Here's a list of some of them. Mr. Burns, Smithers, Principal Skinner, Ned Flanders, Reverend Lovejoy, Scratchy... Kang, Lenny, and Kent Brockman. They should probably just let
1: that show wind down. They all sound one million years old. If you tune into a recent Simpsons Mm -hmm. episode, they all sound like they are, you know, dusty-mouthed and just very old. Uh, No offense, they all did great work, and I like The Simpsons, but not everything needs to go on for 45 years. Jeff,
0: happy Festivus. Is this the day of Festivus? Secular holiday celebrated on December 23rd as an alternative to Christmas and as a way to commemorate the season without participating in its pressures and commercialism. I have my list of grievances. Would you like to conduct the feats of strength? It was featured on an episode of Seinfeld in 1997. Have you heard the background of the writer talking about it? It was a real holiday that his father celebrated. It's it's actually a little sad, though, because he said his dad was an alcoholic and would just yell at them. That's the airing of the grievances. Was the... This poor writer's alcoholic father just yelling it yelling at all of them but from tragedy comes comedy it's, Cody let's shift it into being a uh, kind of a fun a fun thing mm-hmm. I don't know what the feat of strength is I'm not that strong I think you have to go wrestle somebody I have to wrestle somebody mm-hmm. who's here that I'd be willing to wrestle Sunday? You want to bring in no sweet- Sunday,
1: Robert? I think Robert's trying to
0: tune out from this conversation. He doesn't want to wrestle you today. I don't want to wrestle Robert. He's taller than I am. He's got big reach. he has got reach, baby. Mm. He's got that reach. Jeff, do you have a difficult question for us? I sure do. Okay. <clears throat> research suggests.
1: Research suggests that holding this makes you physically weaker. What is it? A baby. That's a great guess. But it, this could be the advantage or disadvantage when you wrestle Robert later on.
0: Holding this makes you weaker? hmm A pen? No. A mug? No. A cellular telephone? No. I'm just going around things in the Look, room. Look, you're looking at things that are on my desk. <laughs> what? Grudges! Oh! It's, Holding it's grudges like, oh, makes you physically weaker. It's a metaphorical thing. Mm-hmm. I believe that, actually. I believe that as well. I believe that, because I know a lot of people who are very just angry in general Mm -hmm. in their, like, in their life. And, yeah, it affects you physically. It does. It must be, it really... You know, it's Festivus. Air those grievances. Yes, it's don't the holiday season. Them, don't carry them around in your soul. Into the new year. It's physically weakening you. This
1: is the holiday season. Forgive and learn from each other and come to understanding uh, here and around
0: the world. Peace on earth, etc., etc. So research suggests that holding a grudge will make you physically weaker. Keep that in mind. You might need it later.